tune into Active FM with Nomi. What's up, everybody? You're listening to your favorite DJs, Nogzi Lee and Kicks, on your favorite show, Rhymes and Poetry, on Active FM. Yeah, you can catch us on our website, www.activefm.co.za, on Facebook, at ActiveFM777, and on Instagram, at ActiveFM777. You can comment on the show, share the show links, and definitely download the show. And also, Active FM will be live at our Easter camp, so listen in for that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, man. I mean, even on our holiday, we're keeping you guys entertained. So, last week, we spoke about the origin of rap, right? Yeah. yeah. And where it started and how it's grown. And the show was awesome. Like, you guys... You can just hear by what we're speaking about how awesome it was. You guys need to go and download it. You can go download the links. And it was crazy, crazy, crazy awesome. So what is today's topic? Well, we got a great lineup today. So like promised, we are speaking on restoration poetry. So let me quickly give yeah. you a brief uh, 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 story of what restoration poetry is. Restoration literature is the English literature written during the historical period commonly referred to as the English Restoration, which corresponds with the last years of the direct steward reign in England, Scotland, Wales and Ireland. You guys need to catch this. We have an amazing lineup. It is super, super awesome. So now, since we're in Easter and we're embodying everything Easter and many people are stuck on this Easter thing and we're excited for this Easter holiday, but what is Easter to you? Well, for me, Easter is basically a weekend where I remember. I remember that um, Christ died on the cross for me. It's basically a whole restoration weekend where I get to now remember, is it remember or relive? Yeah. Can I say relive yeah. the moments that, Je- the things that Jesus did for me to be restored. So yeah. basically Easter is restoration and remembrance and being grateful actually. So, so it kind of goes with our topic. Yeah. I, I don't like chocolate, so I wouldn't say Easter eggs. Oh, no, <laughs> she didn't just say that. I know you listeners are angry, you're fuming wherever you are. It is okay, don't worry, she'll be dealt with after this show. Like, I can't believe she said that. <laughs> yeah, and you, for you, what does Easter mean for you? Okay, so like you said, at first, Easter was all about Easter eggs. I mean, I remember when we'd uh, do things and everything would be Easter eggs and everything. Easter was beacon, basically, yeah. for me. <laughs> Um, before I actually found out that it's actually about Christ and um, the crucifixion and everything. And it is so amazing how when we go through Easter, we can actually go through the actual seven places Jesus yeah. shed his blood. Yeah. And how actually he like totally turns our life around through all the seven places that he shed his blood. So yeah, Easter is restoration, like yeah, you said yeah. for me. So that's what Easter means for us. Please do comment on what it means for you. We'd really, really like to know what it means for you. So I'm super, 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 super excited for the show. It is going to be crazy awesome. Uh, Later on in the show, we have an amazing, amazing poem by an amazing poet. So you guys need to stick around for that. But part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is patience, right? So catch us after this and we will be right back. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, this is Manu Giovanni and you are listening to Active FM. Peace out. Get your tambourines out. Every knee, I surrender. Hey, y'all. Get a blaze by Active Worship today. Contact us for more info on www.activewithem.co.za. So it has been a really awesome show and it is not finished yet. We're about to go into some poetry. We have been speaking restoration poetry and it has been truly, truly, truly epic. We've learned a lot um, and it has truly been insightful. And now Cynthia, a.k.a. Gix, is going to share an amazing, amazing poem with us. Um, Tell us what it's about and tell us what the name is. Um, So the poem is entitled Laodicea the Poem. I know it's like <laughs> so cliche, but literally, it's there that I see the poem. But it basically comes out of. Re- I was reading in Revelations about the church of Laodicea. Yeah. And when you read about it, it's actually the lukewarm church. Yeah. And it got me thinking a lot of us Christians um, find ourselves being lukewarm without even noticing it. Yeah. Do you understand? We like, we, we just 
we, we, we become so familiar with things that we just blase about the way we do stuff. Yeah. And and so I was like, listen, we are living in a Laodicea type of manner when we do such things. So I'm yeah. like, let me, you know, then I'm like, I just got words, man. I'm going to write this poem. Yeah. And it actually also came, the words came in while I was at work. So I was like working and then next minute I'm taking a break and then boom, 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 boom. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to write. So yeah, the poem is entitled Laodicea, the poem. And I hope you like it. Welcome to Laodicea, a place where your Christian values are entirely up to you. We believe in opinion-based Christianity, one foot in, one foot out. So when the waters are tested, it's a comfortable feeling. Lukewarm is not pleasing, but it's the world I live in. It's a lonely place to be in, yet it fits my personalities perfectly. The laws allow me to nurture the different sides of me, so don't judge me, I'll judge you, get it? Don't call me, I won't answer immediately to the calling set before me. My network connections are offline. Antisocial is the motto we live by. Yes, welcome to Laodicea. A place where your education is top priority, but no one ever seems to be completing their tertiary. Somehow always missing the mark to full prosperity, the assignment simply becomes unnecessary. The old age are looked after well though, looking after the old man so that he always remains clinging onto the memories he bears. A place where you will not find freedom. A place where you will not find hope. A place where you will feel alone. Don't take residence in the Odyssea. Yeah, that was awesome. That was that was sick. That was dope. That was amazing. You guys heard it. It was a poem about Laodicea, and it was truly, truly, truly epic. Yeah. I loved the metaphors, and I loved um, the, the sarcasm and the irony that came through. And I just want to ask you a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, I feel like we have asked this question, but I just want to ask you about the beginning of writing poetry. Like... When you started writing poetry, obviously you were writing about your feelings and stuff, but did you ever see yourself writing about something out or outside of yourself? I didn't, hey, because um, I obviously, uh, the main reason I wrote poetry is because I couldn't speak what I felt, so I wrote what I felt. And now me thinking of writing about what other people are going through or situations outside of us was like... Uh, so, you want us to do... <laughs> right? <laughs> because actually the first time I, I wrote a poem, a Christian poem actually, I, I was thrown in hot water, literally. I was So, at our youth we have these things called active company. It's basically, it's basically entertainment before um, youth starts. To yeah. keep those that come early entertained and to also uh, inspire those people to come early. And, and I simply... I was sitting there in an active company and Paul, the person who runs active company, was like, write a poem now and do it on stage. I'm like, what? <laughs> and that was the first time I actually wrote a poem outside of my feelings and outside of what I felt, basically. So I've ne I never actually thought, it was only until I came to church that I, that I started writing about outside of what I felt and basically, yeah, writing outside of what I felt was coming to church first. Yeah, so we heard the poem and you explained earlier about how um, we've become lukewarm Christians. Do you feel like um, we've become a, 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 a society where we Christians only on Facebook, on Instagram, yeah, yeah. and our values are totally lost? Like, wh what do you feel about that? Yeah, it's not even on Facebook and Instagram anymore because now people on Facebook and Instagram don't want to be seen as Christians, so they won't post those quotes. You know? Yeah, they won't. They'll post quotes that make them feel good, and and um, they also post other things. It will be, I want to be a Christian on Sunday where not everyone will see that I'm a Christian. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is busy. And and stuff and yeah so we've really become where we decide on what's christianity we've, we've become a society where we decide that hey i'm a christian but just because i go to church on a sunday not i'm a christian because i'm doing the work of god and stuff yeah and then it says it's a lonely place to be in um society has has made it seem like being social is 
actually being on social networks and all of this yeah. stuff and disconnected from people but connected to them yeah. um, via um, social media and stuff. So um, when you speak of the lonely place to be and what, what were you symbolizing in this poem? So um, with that, I was speaking about the fact that you find a lot of people that do this where they, I'll be a Christian on a Sunday or I'll be a Christian at church. Where I go to church, people will see me as a Christian, but at home I'll do my own things. Your spirit is confused. Yeah. Yes, then you, 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 you don't know. The flesh, am I in the world? Am I in church? Am I in the world? Am I holy? Am I not holy? And it, it basically becomes that point where now where you're faking Christianity, so you can't tell people what you're going through because you want to be seen as this Christian person yeah. at church. Now, when you're going through a problem because you're drinking or because you, 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 you're sinning, you, feel, you end up feeling lonely. Because you feel like there's no one you can speak to. Because now you you can't speak to your friends about this. You can't be like so. Like on Sundays I go to church, and I'm and when I'm at church I act like I'm a, I'm holier than everyone, and I do my quiet times. Yeah. But then when I'm with you guys, I like also act like I'm I'm, I'm I love parties and things like that. You can't really go tell the people about yeah. those things. And now you feel like if you go tell your leader at church, this is what you're doing. That now you feel you know your feelings. Yeah. You feel like. Um, they're going to judge you yeah. because you're supposed to be seen as this leader or person who's doing so much ministry. Yeah. And eventually it becomes lonely because you feel like you can't, there's, not, there's no one you can speak to and you get to that state of loneliness. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to ask about the other line where you spoke about where education is a priority yet nobody's getting into tertiary. Tell us about that. <laughs> so what happens is that as Christians, we want to... Because this, this, this poem is tackling Christians. I'm not tackling people in the world. I'm tackling Christians in yeah. this poem. And um, as Christians, we, we tend to get to that point where we want to know all the Bible scriptures. We want to know the books of the Bible backwards from yeah. Galatians to Genesis. And we, we want to know all the theory in Christianity, but we don't want to do the practical. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. As Christians, we never, when we get to that top part, because we focus on theory so much, and when it's time to do practical things, I feel like practical when you now applying what you've learned is tertiary and 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 we, we can't apply what we learn because we we focus too much on the theory side of christianity yeah like you want to do debates and yeah. you wanna do this and you want you want to be the first one when they ask when was jesus born no he wasn't born then yeah since when do you do christmas yeah christmas, you have to, no we want to we want to get into that theory and and, and fight people with theory, but we don't want to apply yeah. love. We don't want to apply. We don't want to help people walk in, 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 in with things. We don't want to disciple people. Yeah. And that's where we're failing as Christians. We don't get through our tertiary, basically. Yeah, and that was an, an amazing poem. I mean, most of us are, are living lukewarm, yeah. like you said. And the Bible actually says where um, uh, it speaks about how um, he would rather not have you even be yeah. lukewarm. He'd rather not have you deny him yeah. than have you be a lukewarm Christian. And it was a really powerful poem. And I love the the, the, the last line where it says, don't be a resident in Leodice. Yeah. yeah, it's really amazing. And that was an amazing poem. Catch us after this. Um, yeah. Yeah, peace. I go. I go. Hey. I go. Look, look. Uh, in a world where it's cool though, hating, not cool, bro. Trying to give an opinion like you know. Uh, say we stand our ground. Satan trying to kill us, but we don't back down. We putting up a fight, reaping what we sow. In the name of Christ, Satan's gotta go. Kick him out the door to the dirty road. Drag a line to the street and put a bullet through his nose. So, tell me where do we start show? Cleaning out my closet where the skeletons all grow. Trying to pull me in as I walk through the hall. Yo, if I catch you alive, buddy, I aim for the heart. Whoa. We don't take vengeance in our own hands. We leave that work for the Lord. Tell me, how you gonna kill a dead man? Those are the ones we pray for, homie. How it go? How it go? Settle for the world, leave that talking for the crows. Uh, how it go? How it go? Created in his image, I just thought I'd let you know. How it 
image I just thought I'd let you know how it go This is bigger than the music He gave me the jewels, hope I never misuse it I am the one that called you to get to it On the iPods, praising God while they cruising Said when I get up on stage, they lose it God, I know my words got the fluent. When I get up on the mic or I'm writing in the studio I'm worried about the people getting martyred by the nuisance Keys in the new whip Care about a TV and a new crib Don't trip, dog me, I'ma do him Make a lot of enemies, I don't do friends You the one losing We don't take vengeance in our own hands We leave that work for the Lord Tell me, how you gonna kill a dead man? Those are the ones we pray for, homie How it go? It's a must, but it's on the knees If we want our country to get where it needs to be Pray God to change the heart of our enemies Don't believe me to do it, brother, and you gon' be Better off, no Drake, but you gon' see So to speak with your two lips Keep focused, telling people what the truth is Ignoring your two sins You got haters, it's cause you doing something courageous The persecution is proof that we serving the maker Ignore the consequences, forget all the naysayers It takes a man and a woman to stand for the sake
forever glorified. Every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You are sovereign king, seated on the throne, forever glorified. Every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. What's up everybody, this is Lily Million and you are listening to Active FM. Christ music is hot music. Welcome back y'all, we're talking restoration poetry, what it is, what it's about and let's kick straight into it. Yeah, so restoration poetry is typically satirical and realistic in nature. Much of the poetry is written using the heroic couplet, two rhyming lines and iambic pentameter. So restoration poetry is basically a more sarcastic and ironic type of poetry, usually combating issues, and is very famous amongst activists. That's interesting. That is very interesting. I mean, we often see satire in like things these days. Like I know uh, we have a South African um, comic who actually uses satire through his uh, drawings. drawings and everything, yeah. but I never actually thought that a whole... Um, uh, poetry topic would be based on satire. satire That's actually yeah. very amazing. It's deep, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sarcastic and ironic. And it, it, you find when a lot of people speak about issues, especially in the in the art industry and stuff, you'll find that they will actually use a lot of sarcastic tones and ironic yeah, tones and stuff yeah. like that. So to find it in poetry is actually very cool. It's actually know, yeah. very awesome. Okay, but catch this. Not only is restoration poetry a type of poetry, but it is also a period in time. Is it? Do you know that? A period in society known as the restoration period or the age of Dydron, which began in 1660 and ended with the death of John Dryden in the 1700s, who was a dominating figure in this age. And from this, different types of restoration art was produced, like music, there's literature, there's poetry, there's artwork, you name it, it is there. The restoration age is essentially the age of satire, like we said earlier. Judging and criticizing became common in society at that time. The open denial of false spiritual authorities became a duty of restoration poets. I mean, that's crazy. In yeah. ancient days, the satirists were honored and the study of such satirists encouraged restoration poets to write satires. I think like that sentence is like a tongue twister. It's I know, like, right? So I was like, satire and satirist <laughs> and satire. It is satire. <laughs> and moreover, French influence also encouraged satire and ultimately it became a fashion to write satire also known as mock epics can you imagine can you ever because it says it, it was also known as the age of dryden yeah can you that means he was an amazing poet yeah for for a whole age a whole a whole period of time to be to be recognized around this person that, that means is he was an amazing poet that means the 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 the, the sarcastic tones that he used in his poetry was epic, like they say, mock epic. Yeah. You know, like they're mocking you. Yeah. But it's so epic that it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Does that also relate to epic poetry? I know we spoke about it. So is this like a mock of epic poetry? I would think that if... Like, remember we spoke about the fact that epic poetry is um, telling a story of a, a hero or hero something. Yeah. But I think this way it would be if... It was not a hero, just then. But yeah. was, for instance, I'll use Adolf Hitler. He yeah. was not a hero. Yeah. But then someone would make a poem, a mock epic poem. I get it. Yeah, yeah, based, yeah. But then, it would, so probably that's why the word mock epic came out. 
and it's funny they say judging and criticizing became common in society at yeah. that time i mean isn't that even now like yeah. people find pleasure in judging and mocking other people mm. and it's like why what do you gain from it you know what actually catches me the 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 the, term, the, the sentence that you say the open denial of false spiritual authorities mm. so that means uh, there were actually false prophets that were there mm. and they started like um ministering to people's lives and stuff like that and people actually start writing poems based mm. on that that's crazy that 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 is crazy guys this, this topic is crazy it is really crazy <laughs> and when i first uh, heard it in the first show um i was like okay can we do a show around this like is it going to be interesting but this is this is some mind blowing stuff here it is Mark Epic heavily draws on the te- technique of satire. I mean, we've been using this word. Yeah. <laughs> Which means it uses irony, overstatement, and criticism to mark its original subject, usually in an impressive manner. An outstanding example of this is Alexandra Pope's poem entitled The Rape of Locke. And that is amazing because I actually went and read the poem. Mm-hmm. And the story behind this poem is crazy because... Um, what happened was he he wrote this poem because of inspiration that happened in real life with his yeah, friends. Yeah. So his one friend, um, friend A liked uh, girl A. Friend A liked girl A, and um, but she was Catholic at that time, and and that time the Catholic Church, um, the traditions were like. You couldn't be with this guy yeah. if he was not in Catholic. And so. yeah. But this guy has so had so much lust for her and wanted to be intimate with her so badly that, that is he crazy. went and cut a piece of her hair. Wow, that I is would crazy. Freak out. I would freak out. Like, I don't know. Like someone just touching my head freaks me out. Yeah. So someone had to go cut, cut my hair. Oh my gosh. And you can imagine like this generation is also a generation full of lust. Yeah. To a point where they could actually really do that. Yeah. So what happens now, he entitled the poem The Rape of Locke. Now, when we think of the word rape, we think of sexual abuse or something like that. Yeah. But the, this, the word rape here actually means to take something that doesn't belong to you. So like stealing. It's like stealing. Okay. And that's like an impressive word to say for stealing. Like you raped me. <laughs> you you raped my phone from me. <laughs> so yeah, so that's where the, 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 the title comes from, the la- the rape of the lock, the lock mm. of hair. Okay, I see, so I see. He basically wrote this poem to bring in humor to the situation because now both the family of the guy and the family of the girl were just, there was so much anger and so much, you know, mm. so he just wrote this to bring peace. Mm. How awesome is that? That he actually wrote an ironic poem so he could bring peace to a situation. And that is actually good because when you think about restoration, it, it's, it's right. mending, right. it's bringing yeah. together. So it was said that restoration poetry combats issues. Yeah. yeah. So some of the reasons that inspired John and John Dryden and Alexandra Pope to write this poetry were that there was a growth in, in partisanship. So like there was a rise in the beginning of parties, like po- the political parties we yeah, know yeah, today. Yeah. And then there was a growth of religious divisions. So particularly between Protestants and Catholics. Sure, that's crazy. It also says there was a rise of professional writers, authors who earned their living by writing poetry. Sure. This is, I wish I earned my living by writing poetry. (laughs) I mean, my life would be complete. Often of a satirical kind, satire was lively, controversial and topical, and thus had plenty readers. The market for satire during the period was a healthy one. Let's discuss this. Yeah. So it says the growth of political partisanship. Mm. So that means, um, what's this, um, political parties that, so obviously, because they always promise these things, we promise free education, yeah. we promise uh, houses for everyone, yeah. we promise that everyone's going to get land and stuff yeah. like that, and they promise all these things, but then they never deliver their promises. Yeah. So I would imagine that poets actually start writing on these things, you know, yeah, that, yeah. And, and how these different parties acted towards each other, especially if you look here in South Africa, <coughs> sorry, if you look here in South Africa, the the way the different parties act toward each other, it's like, um okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And I would actually also find myself writing a poem of what if if an ANC do to each other right. <laughs> do into the situation yeah. and you no know, bring a comical um sense into this whole situation and stuff like that. So that's that's interesting. And then the growth of religious division, what are your thoughts on that? So basically, um, 
I think this is when the religion started popping up and uh, people were classing themselves and behaving according to what the re- religion told them to yeah. um, behave as. And uh, I don't I don't think we should follow religion because I feel like it's just a set of rules that box us in. I mean, we heard this amazing po- poem by this guy and he said, religion is man searching for God yeah. and Christ- and Christianity is God searching for man. That's good, yeah. So um, I, I, I was just mind blown by that and I feel like religion causes all these divisions and these fights where we're supposed to be united. Yeah, yeah. So I can see why poets would write yeah, about and that. I mean, these people are trying to now win their souls, but then they, the, the people they're trying to win their souls are watching them uh, actually divide themselves. Yeah. Groups and stuff yeah. Like that. So I imagine people actually start write, uh, writing poems and like, hey, Christianity is yeah. Catholic and Protestants because yeah. they are and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's crazy. And then the rise of professional writers. I think this is the only good thing about <laughs> about the reason. One of the reasons that um, people started writing satirical poems. Yeah, the fact that they actually started wanting to make a living. And I would imagine. I mean, it says it was lively, controversial, and people wanted something different to read and stuff. So um, yeah, that's quite cool. Can you imagine how afraid they could, they should have been the first time? Right. They're like, okay, fine, I'm stepping out of my job to write poetry <laughs> as a living. Like, I'm sure who was even going <laughs> to buy this stuff? Right. Like, it's crazy. But, you know, something that has been praying on the top of my head is we have a lot. I mean, I just spoke about the different, the division in our political parties. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of political and social economic issues in the 21st century. Do you think restoration poetry is still alive and kicking among poets and writers now, even though the restoration period is long gone? Um, uh, it's very hard to say. Like, I haven't heard of any recent um, restoration po- poets or poems. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is the first we're hearing of this Dryden age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I, I, I think it is, but I don't think it is popular. Popular, yeah. To write. Yeah. I, I would say so. I would say the closest thing to restoration poetry in the 21st century would be uh, po poems from people like Maya Angelou. Yeah. You know, where she she says it as it is, where mm. she, she speaks about an issue and brings to life an issue. And I think that would be the closest thing to um, restoration poetry, where people actually now bring, like, uh, if you read poems from um, South African poets from the apartheid times, the, the type of poems that they wrote would be, I think, would be classified under restoration, restoration poetry. So comment on this also. Give us your views on restoration poetry uh, in the 21st century. And we would really like to know your thoughts on that. Yeah. Yes, you should comment on this. I just want to ask you, though, do you think that this type of poetry is famous among Christian poets? Sure. That is a hard question. <laughs> um, I don't know. Eh? You know, I feel like it's not famous amongst mm. Christian poets because to now write a type of poem where you now bring up an issue is sure. I think I, I don't think it's as famous. I think it's l- l- less famous than it is than normal circular poets would write. Yeah, I feel like I, I think that um, we write. We write a lot of, as Christians, we write a lot of narrative poetry yeah. where we bring things to life, where we, we tell stories and stuff like that. The two poets that I would uh, classify the type of poetry they write is uh, restoration poetry. There is Jackie Hill Perry. Um, the type of poetry she writes, she, she actually combats a lot of issues. She There's a, poet, a poem about weed that she wrote. Mm. It's actually very funny. And she brings us, she, she not only brings um, weed to life she uh, pers- personifies weed but then she also brings a, 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 like a sarcastic tone into yeah, the situation yeah. she, uh, she has very sarcastic stanzas and stuff like that so I think the type of po- po- poems that she writes is very uh, is very alike like a restoration poetry and then we have propaganda where he he does more of rhythm poetry it sounds like rap but mm-hmm. it's not rap. Yeah. It's 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 actually poetry. So he combats a lot of issues and yeah, so those are the two poets that I would think. Yeah, and um it's very crazy because uh this type of poetry for me seems so entertaining and um it's very sad but it's very true that uh, many people in the world will not even get to experience or read uh, Christian poetry yeah. because 
of the way we write they don't understand it in the way we understand it so yeah. they wouldn't like it in that way so i feel like we should really go into restoration poetry as yeah. christians because people it's very sad but they want entertainment and yeah. it will be entertaining but insightful yes yes so i think we should bring it back we should bring back restoration poetry yeah to so all your christian poets out there start writing restoration poetry and when it becomes famous You heard it here first. So <laughs> we started the revolution. Yeah, comment on this also give us your views on restoration poetry among Christian poets and if you want to. If you want if you love us that much, you can also post your poem. If you have written a restoration poem, you can post it as well. And I know you love us so you guys will be posting. <laughs> I know we will see this. So wow, how insightful was that? It really it was really yeah, good. That was amazing, man. So that's what we got on restoration poetry. Comment, ask question, give more insight. Uh but like we said, we got more in store for you. Yeah, we still have our guest poet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So stay listening and we'll catch you right after this. Yeah.
Remember to catch us on our website www.activefm.co.za Catch us on Facebook ActiveFM777 or on Instagram at ActiveFM777 You can comment on our shows, you can share our links and send a shout out. We definitely want you guys to download these shows. These shows are awesome. They are really, really insightful and we really, really want you guys to download them. Tell us what you guys think and we will see you next week. Yeah. But first... So, our first show, we spoke about the origin of poetry. Yeah. You should download that show. It's awesome. If you want to know where poetry comes from, yeah. how it originated, the different types of poetry, yeah. we have that on that show. So, listen for that. Download that. Comment on that. Share it with your friends. Send it as a birthday gift. You know, just, just make a chain message. It's awesome. It's it's, it's amazing. And then, it was called In the Beginning, yes, right? In the, we did a poem together called In the Beginning as well. Yeah. So it's an amazing show. And then we did The Origin of Rap. Yeah. Yeah. The Origin so, of Rap, yo. That was too fresh. We spoke where, where rap actually originated from. And we also spoke on the different types of rap. We actually had a story of a rapper who turned into a preacher. So listen to that show. It's amazing. And like I said, it's awesome. So you can even give it as a birthday gift. That's how awesome it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and today we spoke on restoration poetry. And I mean, this show was insightful. It was. I didn't know that poetry could go into such comical and, 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 and ironic senses as, yeah. as restoration poetry goes into. So that's amazing. It's amazing. Like I said again... I think I really think it's someone's birthday and someone really wants these shows. Right? <laughs> because I keep saying it. So get get this person a birthday gift, man. And next week, we have an amazing show, man. We are talking about underground rap. Yeah. For all of you out there that love underground rap, that is your show. Yeah. So listen in for that. It's going to be awesome. It's, it's going to be, be hot. Fresh. And yeah, like we said, Christ music is hot music. So we're going to be talking about underground rap, y'all. Yes. And this has been an amazing show. It really has. Next week's show is going to be even more amazing it's gonna blow you guys um out of the water but this is nolzy lee and i'm gix and this is rhymes and poetry on active fm catch us next week where we're talking underground rap see you then yeah peace christ music is hot music
teach the status, check the blue, but it ain't about what brand of toy yo, yo. Yeah, about how you use it. I'm a rebel, I'm a renegade. You gon' make me prove it, try to commit it to the culture. And it's people, don't just use us. I'm the mind. Go off and say that it's say that it's fly to a whole nother state. Hoping to make a disciple, some of us know what it takes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Walking to lead by the example, run at a similar pace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be the new wave, I'm a rat. Tell everyone know about the faith. Cypher, Cypher, Park, Park 2. Rappers intoxicated by the world, making their lines slurry. Wolves in sheep clothing, making the lines blurry. Devil like, oh, he here with his girly. Yup, we came for the war, sorry we arrived early. Silly serpent, rebelled against God, was it really worth it? Kingdom of the throne on earth, he roams and he's steady lurking. Trying to hit us with curses, but through Christ we discern him. So we shake him and curve him. And if he was a person, I picture him wearing a skirt, five inch heels, two pom poms, and on each arm carrying two silly purses. Everything I lost in Christ, he reimbursed it. Preach from the heart, no need to rehearse it. Nah, and I don't care if they ain't feeling me. Preaching God's word, cause his word's what it's finna be. Trying to go all in, yes, I'm talking physically, mentally, lyrically, spiritual abilities. The Holy Ghost is filling me, and by a strike, he's healing me. Through praying in the fast and shall we load up our artillery. We're gonna switch it up real quick. Enigma, enigma. Please step to the mic. Living for eternity, daily bread keeps nourishing Stemming from the true vine, life keeps flourishing Lost my mind again, Christ, pure insanity Covered by his blood, God, I'm thinking it's a murder scene Gotta keep watch so we spot out the poses Always focus, built for the road like Range Rovers On a narrow road, all other roads is hopeless But soldiers alert like pits on all foes Deception rising in the church, but don't just leave Some people want the truth, you could fulfill that need Expose every demon disguise they can't see Power of the Lord takes the mask off Felicia Keys. Demons know the power compels them like an exorcist. Devil can't rival with the Lord, he keeps his distance. The gospel is so simple, all you need is common sense. Dying daily is an honor, but I'm not a terrorist. Terrorist. <laughs> okay, we're gonna switch this up real quick. We're gonna change the beat. Change the beat. Change the flow. Up tempo. Deuce. Let's go. Let's go. Hello, how you doing? Name's Deuce, nice to meet you, and my uncle's too sweet. The Bible with me like to eat a wifey black and Mexican. Now that's a fly, senorita wants a church without spot. But it's looking like a cheetah, calling all to repent. From the deacons to the preacher, superstar, super divas. I may go buy some Adidas, then dive up in the booth, drop a tape, no features. Then when I release it, surprise, all preaching. Stepping on devils, more feet than them team leeches. Y'all stay face level, we deep as them sea creatures. Eyes on the Lord, we ready in all seasons. With no fear of death, we gon' rep till we meet Jesus. And yes, he bossing, and that blood is where the call. 
awesome So we pray to we'll exhaust it Speaking tongues, they think we lost it uh, Night shine bright, we don't need a chain to floss it uh, Oh, me get to talking, uh, put up in the coffin uh, Praying fast and often, that gospel, yes, we talk it He offers us forgiveness and that blood is what it costs So we do this for the Lord, we ain't doing this for a salary What you're hearing is art, go hang this up in the gallery Speaking God's word on the earth that changes reality Teaching the Bible, making disciples, changing mentalities Hit my knees, pray, transport to a different galaxy Come back in this tower, go battle, causing fatalities Ugh, ugh it's time to switch, switch, Enigma, Enigma. Please step to the mic, to the mic. Ain't no hocus pocus, we just out here, holy ghost, to hit and holler, locomotive. Sip of the spirit keeps us focused, to his will we get rewarded, to his ways we stay devoted. Can't break, we steady coast to heaven's armies, he the shogun. His angels protect, so I rest like a common. No need for the best when you stay dressed in armor. No need for the weapons when the real ones ain't corner. No man is spitting so grotesque like some mamas. Uh, never money hungry, all my needs are supplied. Not feeding for the drugs, cause I'm on the most high. The world can keep the lust, cause it's love satisfied. They say to get the tallest mansion, well, my past the sky. The world acts cool, next minute they'll despise Don't seek their approval, they too double-minded Everyone qualifies to receive eternal life Jesus deserved the credit, don't know I'm just applied They'll get one-way tickets, flights taken off quickly Born again, you'll be ascending in glory with no limits Don't wanna pay attention and your name's not written You'll soon be descending down a flames torment ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> What you have just witnessed Is part two Of the Mr. and Mrs. Cypher Serious. Oh, it's serious. Oh, it's serious. Oh, it's serious.